0: Well, hello again, friends, and welcome on into episode 190 of the Sko Show, proudly a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network, and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield, back in the big chair for today, Monday, April 19th, 2021. Mock Draft Monday, our, our, the penultimate Mock Draft Monday of the 2021 draft cycle what we're going to do today. I think it's a fun little exercise. We'll, of course, have listener mocks in the second half of the show, but I've got something a little special planned for the first half of the show. Next week, you'll get my mock of integrity, my first round of mock of integrity, and we'll get listener mocks as well. Before we do any of that, your usual cavalcade reminders, follow along with the hijinks on the Stakeham app, at Mark Schofield on Twitter. You can check out the work. Matt Waldman's Rookie Scouting Portfolio. Matt and I did our Zach Wilson watch last Friday. You can check that out at the Matt Waldman RSP. And if you haven't gotten yourself a copy of Matt Waldman's Rookie Scouting Portfolio, please do that. It's one of the best publications you will find. Sports, non-sports, fiction, whatever. It's fantastic. Go get it. Also, USA Today Touchdown Wire, Big Blue View, Blue Nation, and right here at Pat's Pulpit. Before diving in, a quick personal note of pride. My son, Owen. The boy had his first kid pitch baseball game Saturday. First at bat, first time ever seeing live pitching, not from a coach, not from a pitching machine. Ropes a double over the center fielder's head. So just a moment of of Papa Papa Bear pride. And to that point, if you've got accolades you want to, you'd love to hear read on a show. Send them in. I'll be happy to read them. Baseball, football, softball, soccer gymnastics, whatever, chess, drama, a report card. If you want to brag and you think it'd be cool for your h- kids to hear it on a podcast, you think they think it's cool, send it on in. Mark.Scoffield, that inside the pylon.com via the Twitter app at Mark What I want to do right now, for those of you that are members of the Slack channel, that have heard me talking about the Slack channel, our 2021 listener mock draft. Seven rounds is underway, and this is a mock draft done by people that care enough about the draft to do a seven-round mock, and so I thought it'd be an advantageous exercise to fill you in on how round one went, because it might be a nice little window into what might happen two weeks from now. And remember, these are men and women that have been studying the draft, that have been scouting players, that have been working through tape. They've hopped on Zoom sessions to study players together. I'm not going to name anybody because, you know, if if you're curious about who made a pick for good reasons, let me know. Or if one of the listeners wants to say, hey, I made that pick, feel free to do it on Twitter. You can tag me in it on the map. But I just thought it'd be interesting to run through how the picks went to give you a sense of how people that have been spending the last couple of months studying the draft and thinking about the draft, how their own sort of mock draft went. We've got trades. We've got all sorts of fun stuff. So let's dive in. Nothing strange off of the top. Jacksonville at one goes Trevor Lawrence. The Jets at two goes Zach Wilson at three. And perhaps a bit of a surprise, maybe not, Trey Lance to the San Francisco 49ers at three. And you're hearing a lot of Trey Lance. Michael Lombardi said, if it's not Jones, it'll be Trey Lance. He said that over the weekend. And so there you go. At four, maybe the first surprise, Atlanta takes advantage of picking fourth. They go quarterback, Justin Fields. And so you get quarterback, 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 quarterback out of the game. Cincinnati, they're obviously not going QB. In this exercise, they go Kyle Pitts which I think is a fantastic pick. If Pitts does fall to them, I know there's been a lot of talk about Sewell, Jamar Chase, but that mismatch type player at tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals is a lovely little piece. At six, the Dolphins, as people expect, Jamar Chase. At seven, the Lions, they need a receiver, Jalen Waddell. At eight, we get our first trade. Carolina trades out. With Dallas, Dallas comes up, sends them pick 10 and pick 99 in exchange for the pick at 8. So Dallas comes up, and they go corner, as people expect, Patrick Sertan from Alabama. Then at 9, the Philadelphia Eagles come up. There's been a lot of talk about the Eagles trying to get back into the top 10. They do it. They send 12 and 84 to Denver in exchange for the pick at 9, and they draft Devonta Smith now you get the Cowboys back, excuse me, the Panthers on the clock after trading out from 8 to 10, and they get Penny Sewell. Absolute stroke of genius there, I think, in my opinion, to trade out, add the extra pick at 99, and to get OT1 or 1A, 1B, however you want to call Penny Sewell, to get him at 10, I think, is a stroke of genius. At 11, and perhaps the most appropriate pick yet, New York Giants, Rashawn Slater. I think if Slater is there at 11, gentlemen will do this. It makes a ton of sense to me. So Slater at 11 to the Giants. At 12, the Broncos are on the clock. Remember, they traded out from 9 with the Eagles. And they go Caleb Fairley. They've added a corner some, but corner is still in need. Fairley might have the injury concerns, the disectomy, and so you can sort of ease him in. They trade out. They add the pick at 84 and they go corner at thirteen. The Chargers Darisaw, That's a very, very, you know, often mocked pick. A lot of people look at the Chargers and think Darasaw, I think that makes a ton of sense. At fourteen, Minnesota. You've seen this one. I've I've mocked this countless times. Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman from USC, which brings you to your New England Patriots at fifteen. Now Mac Jones is on the board. Xavier Collins is on the board. J.C. Horn is on the board. There are a lot of options here, but there's also a player that's fallen, probably a top five talent. The person making this pick takes advantage of that. Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State at 15 to the New England Patriots. At 16, Arizona trades out. Washington comes up, and they grab Xavian Collins, the linebacker from Tulsa, which putting him behind that defensive front line. Versatile linebacker with size and length. Love it. At 17, the Jets come up from 23 in a in a trade with the Raiders to grab J.C. Horn, the corner from South Carolina. So Jets got Wilson at 2, Horn at 17. And now the Jones slides ends at 18. No, not the Dolphins, but the Chicago Bears come up from 20 to grab Mac Jones. At 19, Arizona on the clock. They've traded. Remember, they traded out from 16. They're on the clock at 19. Greg Newsom, the corner from Northwestern. I think Arizona has to go corner to get Newsom here after trading out. It's a very nice move. At 20, the Chicago Bears were originally slated to pick 20. They traded with the Miami Dolphins to get to 18 to draft Jones. And now the Dolphins trade this pick. To the Baltimore Ravens, who come up to draft Aziz Ojolari, the edge from Georgia, a little Matthew Judon replacement. At twenty-one, the Colts trade out, and the Giants come back into the first round. The Giants have a needed edge. Look, they went Rashawn Slater at eleven. Gettleman trades back in. Quitty Pay, a player that a lot of people have linked to them at eleven. They come back and they get him. At 21. At 22, the Tennessee Titans. Tevin Jenkins, tackle from Oklahoma State. At 23, the Raiders. They're now on the clock, remember? They had traded earlier with the Jets. Trayvon Mulrig, the safety from TCU. Pair him with Jonathan Abram. There you go, you got your two safeties. At 24, the Steelers. Everybody thinks the Steelers go running back. I don't think you go running back in the first round. Even though you've got needs there, the person making the pick for the Steelers agrees with that assessment, and he goes Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle from Alabama, and I think tackle is a good a good spot for them in the first round at 25. The Jacksonville Jaguars there on the clock, Rashad Bateman at 25. Love that pick. You get Lawrence at one, Bateman at 25. Fantastic. Browns at 26, Jason Owe, the edge from Penn State, athletic, explosive, parenham look, you've added Clowney, now you've got Garrett, now you've got Owe, Owe's a guy that, look, he could be a situational rusher, he could be a pure speed rusher off the edge. Some packages, you kick Clowney, Garrett, both one of them, inside with Owe off that edge. Imagine Owe off one edge, Garrett off the other, and Owe with Jadavion Clowney inside of him or Miles Garrett inside of him and then Clowney at the other edge. A lot of stuff you could do there, mix and match some pass rushing packages and combinations. Absolutely love that pick for the Cleveland Browns. At 27, remember, the Dolphins were originally on the clock. They slid out a couple of times. They moved from 18 to 20 and now to 27. Jeremiah Wosu kamora The hybrid linebacker slash slot defender slash safety slash do-it-all defender. Getting him at 27. Love that value for Miami. A 28. Saints, they've got a need interior. Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle from Alabama. He's been invited to the first round. A lot of people in and around the league think he's going top 15. He's been linked to the Patriots at 15. Saints get him at 28. At 29. Washington. On the clock again, they come back into the first round to address a need. Packers trade out. Washington comes up. Creed Humphrey, offensive lineman from Oklahoma. At 30, this is one that I've seen a lot. A lot of people can see this happening. And that first running back comes off the board at 30 to the Buffalo Bills, and it's Najee Harris, the running back from Alabama. At 31, Sam Kosme, Texas, the offensive lineman to the Kansas City Chiefs who certainly have a need on the offensive line. And then to close things out, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where do you get a team that might have everything coming off a Super Bowl win? They've got a Lombardi, don't have a ton of needs. You give them the guy that might be edge one, Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. Yes, he's got the concussion history, but this is the guy that on the field between the lines is edge one. To get him a 32, tremendous value. And so there you go. There's one round one scenario. as put together by the great and incredible listeners to this show, members of the Slack channel. I can't thank them enough. Obviously, look, you just gave me an entire show's worth of content. But I think it's a tremendous exercise. And I love every single pick. I love the thought process behind it. When everybody did the men and women making these picks. Huge fan of what they did. In case you're wondering, were any of those picks mine? No, because I took out the Seattle Seahawks, so I didn't make a pick until the second round. You'll hear that maybe a little bit later. But there you go, as put together by the men and women of the Scosso Slack channel, a round one mock draft. If any of the listeners want to share their thought process, their picks, whatever, on Twitter, social media, by all means do it. Tag me in the tweets. I'll be happy to share it around. But up next, the rest of your mocks. Here on episode 190, a Mock Draft Monday installment of The Sco Show. Mark Schofield back with you now on Mock Draft Monday here, episode 190 of The Scope Show. And if you enjoyed that the first half of the show and that exercise, you can still join the Slack channel. It wouldn't surprise me if people wanted to throw together some more mocks or something like that before the draft. You can hit me up for an invite at Mark Schofield on Twitter, mark.schofield, at insidethepylon.com via email for an invite. We're going to kick it off now, your mock drafts. We get two via email. First one comes from Christopher Conley, a PFF mock draft. And look, we all have quarrels with PFFs grading, but this one got an A+, and you'll see why in a second. The New England Patriots trade up from 15 to 7, and they send a future first in 2022, a 2023 third-round pick, and some other future stuff as well. And the pick at 15 to get up to 7 for Trey Lance. Jabril Cox from LSU, one of my guys, at 46. Wyatt Davis at 72. Tillon Wallace, the Oklahoma State wideout at 96. Davion Nixon at 120. Deontay Brown at 139. Shai Smith, South Carolina wideout at 177. Garrett Wallow, TCU linebacker. I did like his game a lot. I know Emory Hunt loves him too. 188. Ben Mason. Not in the Ben Mason spot, but at 197. He's actually listed as a tight end at PFF. Fantastic job from Chris. We also got one from Russell Easterbrooks. Here he does a mock for the New England Patriots. Yes, he was a part of a couple of teams that you heard from in the first half of the show. 46 goes to Green Bay for 62-92. and At 15, Xavier Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. Michael Carter, 62. Nico Collins at 92. Drew Dowman, Stanford Center at 96. Tyree Gillespie, Missouri safety at 120. Brady White at 122. Russell is, as we've talked about before, a huge fan of Brady White. If Brady White pans out, it's all Russell. If he doesn't, blame me because I did a video on him. A 139, Riley Patterson, the Memphis kicker. 177 Janarius Robinson, FSU Edge. Cornell Powell, Clemson wideout at 188. DeMonte Cox, Memphis wideout at 197. And Ben Mason, in the Ben Mason spot at 242. Appreciate you as always, Russell. Much love. Tremendous job there. Our good friend Isaac on the Twitter machine at XXI-S-A-A-C-G-O-G-E-L-X-X. Sends in a mark here. He also comes up to seven. This time, though, it's Justin Fields. Jabril Cox at 72. Anil McNeil at 122. Des Fitzpatrick at 139. Shy Smith at 177. And DeMontador Lenoir in the corner from Oregon at 197. I lo- look, any mock that gets you Justin Fields, you know I'm going to show it some love. Fantastic job, Isaac, as always. The people that sent them in via Twitter, give them a follow if you can. My boy Doug at r slash Patriots on the stake map He sends in a mock. He gets all the way up to five via the Cincinnati Bengals for Zach Wilson. And then he gets to 11 with a first rounder in 2022 and a second rounder in 2023 for Jalen Waddell. And then he gets to 14 a first in 2023, the pick at 96 and the pick at 120 for J.C. Horn. And then he gets to 41, a future second and a future third for Jamar Johnson. And then he trades 69, gets to 69 for Darius Washington, and then Milton Williams at 99. Finish it off with Tay Gowan at 125, Khalil Herbert at 128, Chauncey Golston at 190, and PFF only gave this a B plus. I think if you get Waddle and Wilson and Horn in the first round, you get better than a B plus. Appreciate you, Doug. Also, check out Doug's Pod at r/patriots on the stake map. Next mock comes to us. Via Happy Guy at happygu926. 587-35. Another trade up to seven. This one for Trey Lance. Gives up a first in 2022, a first in 2023, and the pick of 122. And there are some other moves that happen. The Patriots get to 37 for Jabril Cox. 46, Amon Ross St. Brown. 71, Benjamin St. Just. 96, Dax Milne. Kareas Tonga, the BYU interior defensive tackle, 139. Garrett Wallow at 177. Dylan Moses at 197. I like that pick, Dylan Moses at 197. I'm a a Moses guy. And Deneral Slayton, Florida defensive tackle at 242. Aaron Williams at big underscore daddy 814 sent me a tweet with what a haul. And there wasn't a mark attached to it, Aaron. But give Aaron a follow anyway, at Big Underscore Daddy, 814. Those are the ones we got in via the Twitter DMs. We'll spin through the Slack channel's sub-channel, sub-room, breakout room, whatever you want to call it, the mock draft channel we've got in there. Got one via Jim Reynolds in the Slack channel. At 15, Xavier and Collins. At 46, Davis Mills. I'm coming around to Mills at 46 as a plan B. I'm just putting that out there. Tillon Wallace at 96. Benjamin St. Juice at 120. Namsan Nilsredin, safety from FSU at 122. Marvin Wilson, FSU defensive tackle at 139. Jordan Smith, the edge from UAB at 177. Jose Borgalis, the kicker from Miami. 188. Everybody says Patterson or McPherson from Florida. Borgalis is another great kicker, too. Chris Evans, the other Michigan running back at 197, and in the Ben Mason spot, Landon Young, offensive tackle from Kentucky. And actually, Jim sent that in. That was a Dane Brugler mock. I was confused there for a second, but that was Dane's mock over at The Athletic, and obviously he dropped his beast about last week or so. I hope you check that out. John Limarakis, Describes this as a Patriots kind of draft. Trades back to 28. Christian Barmore at 60. Spencer Brown, the tackle from Northern Iowa. Michael Carter at 87. Benjamin St. Juice at 96. Davis Mills at 100. Trey Sermon at 111. Charles Snowden, the Virginia linebacker, at 155. Tay Gowan, corner from UCF at 177. Josh Palmer, like that, at 188. And Jimmy Morrissey, offensive line from Pittsburgh, at 230. Next one comes to us from John, different John. Micah Parsons at 15. Rondale Moore at 46. Kellen Mond at 96. Tyler Shelvin at 120. Sean Wade at 122. Chuba Hubbard, 139. Dimitri Felton at 177. Shaka at 188. Ellison Smith at 197. Ian Book at 242. Luis via the Slack channel. Trey Lance at 11. DME Brown at 46. By the way, that trade to get up to 11 from 15. 15, a future third, and the pick at 122. That's a PFF mock draft simulator. Jamin Davis at 96. Davis is going. I I love Davis at 96. I don't think he's going to be there, but I love him at 96. Kelvin Joseph at 120. Khalil Herbert at 139. Drew Dowman at 177. Malcolm Kuntz at 188. Jonathan Marshall from Arkansas at 197. Tristan Hodge, BYU guard. At 2.42. So there you go, friends. Hope you enjoyed today because it was all you. Didn't really get much from me. But that's okay. You know why? Because you're probably sick of me by now. And I get it. But we're almost home, kids. We're almost home. Thursday, I'm kicking around a couple of ideas. But we'll have a new show Thursday. And then next Monday, Mocks of Integrity. You'll get my mock, my final first round mock, as well as probably a Patriots seven round mock too. Give you it all. And maybe if you want to send in a mark of integrity, great. If you don't, that's good too. As long as you're listening, telling your friends, telling people to subscribe. Love you all. And then, look, we're almost into draft time, kids. So we'll have shows throughout the draft, reactions to picks. Pat's Pulpit is doing a live show during the first round. I will be hopping on early. And then, as I always do, I will be closing out the first round with my boys, Sigmund Bloom and Matt Waldman over at the Audible and Football Guys. Um, I've been doing that for a couple of years. The first year I was on with them, I was a night two. I was a, I was the B squad. It was night two, Christian Hackenberg reaction, me and Ryan Riddle, along with Sigmund and Matt. But since then, the next year, I got the call-up. I've been a first-rounder ever since. One of my favorite parts of draft night. So look for that as well. Until then, friends, stay safe. Wash your hands. And if those of you that are wondering, I got my Moderna shot Friday, felt like a million i was a little queasy for like an hour on friday night but been fine ever since pedialyte if you're going to get your shots i drank nothing but pedialyte last week and i felt like a champ saturday and all weekend i was out charring all afternoon saturday and sunday coaching baseball felt like a million bucks so get your shots if you can um you know take care of yourself check on your neighbors wash those hands and when you do sit along bless those patriots rains down in foxborough